But yeah, man, they was tearing you up in them comments. Yeah, I saw. Man. I was yeah. just reading through them and comments. I, I saw them. Some of them old, them, 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 them white redneck boys. They was. We we just just, just it, they were just hurt, just so butt hurt yeah, I mean, over nothing. You know nothing. it's mostly cap. You know it's ah right, man. I'm finna show. I'm not watching a single episode again. And then next week at 11:30, you right back to it and <laughs> saying the same thing. Gertrude, it was you last week saying you was quitting. What happened? <laughs> right. Because I mean they they said the same thing to the football team when they marched for Black Lives. So uh, these are not a lot of the most creative people. They, you know, how many times are you gonna tell me to stick to sports? Right. Ma'am, I never played organized. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, so, you know, that's it. They they don't I, I think at their core, a lot of them are really good meaning people who just yeah. wanna raise their family and they've been duped by the same system too. Right. Yeah. When you're talking about the Confederacy. I just let them know there's nothing for me as a black man in America to agree with with y'all on that confederacy. I don't care how it's been presented to y'all. Right. I, this is how I feel about it. And we've been touring since 2016. Mm-hmm. To these people's credit, and I don't say these people as a derogatory, I just mean the people that have supported me, to the folks that come to my shows. They've never worn that flag to one of my shows. They never wore one of those red hats to one of my shows. So. I think there's a silent understanding. Live from the 205, Alabama Zone, Birmingham's finest, Bessemer's best. It's the Things People Don't Say podcast. Introducing the coldest hosts in the known universe. The bearded slim panda, Big Measy, his grandma's favorite grandson, Siwan, and the phenom himself, Free. On this week's episode, we've got a special guest on the show for our listeners. Comedian, influencer, and lobbyist for the hood, Jermaine Funnymane Johnson. Don't ask me how the homies got Funnymane to come on. Just know that they did. First, we talk Alabama football and expectations for the upcoming season. Then, we discuss the Birmingham mayoral election and the 2020 George Floyd protest and much, much more. So tune in and don't touch that dial. I've always wanted to say that. See you on the other side. Okay. okay. I, before we start, I just want to um, just want to thank you for taking uh, taking the time to uh, you know do this interview with us, man. We, hey, we, man, we, don't we, do we, all that political stuff. Look, look, Big Marcus say he gonna be professional today, cause yeah, too, yes, sir. And one last, I appreciate any, it, man. No problem. Is there any any questions or anything off the table before we? No. Okay. Open book. Okay. Okay. But uh, good morning, folks. Just go ahead and do a quick uh, couple quick introductions. You know, it's your boys, same. Uh, Big Mo, we got a special guest with us this morning, a uh, very special guest. Yes, sir. Um, I get, we can go ahead and um, introduce him, uh, uh, Jermaine Johnson, funny man. Uh, man you, yes, sir. I think you've heard him. Uh, what uh, we got followed him on Twitter. Uh, you've been on on ninety five seven on local radio. You do yes. comedy. Uh, uh, what Comedian. is it? Uh, uh, dot com. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, the, the YouTube channel. Uh, Alabama fan. A fan. What fans say. I don't know. I forget the name of it, but yeah, you've kind of seen them everywhere. How you, how you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, blessed to be working, man. Honored to be on the show. Looking forward to a great conversation with the brethren. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you. Hey, glad to have you. Glad to have you. Um, I guess we'll jump into it, man. You know, with you being um, 
I, well, first I saw last night you was uh, fixing your your iMac, your, yeah. your handyman <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh that was that was fun, man. I uh, I was I was a little nervous. I didn't want to you know wreck it and uh, have to buy another one, yeah. but. I, I just followed the YouTube tutorial step by step. Right. Look that thing up, man. We back in business. YouTube so Yeah, I'm person. proud of myself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, my two yes, compatriots right here, they they that's all that well, that's one something they, they love working on computers, building computers. That's something they yeah. do. Yeah, you can't see it right now, but I ain't messing with no I mean. <laughs> not doing yeah. it. Can't my screen do it. gotta be separate. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting that screen off was was the bulk of the uh of the adventure and not touching that soldering board that mm. that's like a big thing mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. you got it though you do <laughs> better I, than me so uh you know he said uh, a little more said it uh you a big alabama fan um how you think y'all go do this year? my, my two compared they i'm Roll a florida tight. i'm a florida fan these two they, they alabama fans we try to see bring them to the light he just won't he won't he won't come to it well, you know, first of all, condolences to you and your college football <laughs> choice. But uh, Alabama, man, I, I get to, you know, I probably get more inside information than the average person. But uh, by all accounts out of Tuscaloosa that we should have an elite defense yes, this year. Yes, um, and that's going to be a, a big deal because we honestly haven't had an elite defense in the past three, four seasons. So. Right. They have the defense back, and I think the offense will still do what they do. Uh, we we should be we'll, we'll be ready to rock whoever step on that field. I got you. So, quick. So with with the with the elite defense and everything, um, who sorry outside on the offensive side, who do you think is gonna be a, like a I guess a like a, a star or a, like breakout somebody that, yeah breakout player this year mm -hmm. for uh, Alabama yeah. offense. Outside on the offense, oh man, come on! All all eyes are on uh, Bryce Young, yeah, I figured it. Uh, the, the millionaire Bryce Young. But, right. uh, <laughs> right. but other than that, man, I, I'm looking for B. Rob Brian Robinson, the running back, to have yeah. a big year. I think he's been waiting patiently. We've we've seen flashes of what he could do, yes, sir. Uh, but I think now with him being the feature back, you know, it, it's his time to shine. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, we. we you got, you got yeah, how you feel about this conference realignment situation? I, man, I've learned that there's some people uh, at the SEC offices that about five minutes from where I am that right. are just way smarter than I am when it <laughs> when it comes to uh, managing college football. So I, I'm I'm gonna put a little more trust into them. I never really understand the decision that they're making mm -hmm. at the beginning, but I, I think I've, I'm just a college football traditionalist, so that might have something to do with it. Right. Uh, but you know they they proven time and time again man that they they just know what they're doing uh when you talk about uh the first conference to have a championship and people thought it was gonna flop now yeah. it's one of the biggest events ever right uh them and texas a&m and missouri we were looking at the team brands they were looking at <laughs> television markets right. and they benefited highly from that so with this new thing and texas and oklahoma and texas and oklahoma agreeing to it I just got to step back and just let them do their thing. Man, that's a great insight. That's a good answer. That's yeah, a good answer. that is. I personally was like, I don't like it. Tradition. But I was like that when Texas A&M and Mizzou came. I was like, I don't like right. it. Right. But same. It, it same. Works. Yeah, that was a day. day. I, I was open to it. I, I thought maybe they were going to replace some teams, but, you know, like, you know, take out some of them, made a, the lesser 
teams, maybe like a Vandy or um, or what? Uh, not, not Tennessee, but maybe Vandy or, uh, or Ooh, Arkansas. Why well, is always Vandy? I'll be hating on Vandy. Hey, don't get Anchor me wrong, down, man. <laughs> don't start. Well, if you again looking at you know Nashville is still a huge television market. Yeah. Then when you add Texas A and M, you're adding parts of Houston, yeah. Dallas, uh, Austin. And then with Missouri, you're adding St. Louis and Kansas City. Uh, Money-wise, man, it, w- it was a boss move, and they yeah. just they knew yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, anybody, y'all had something before I move to the next? Well, one? I did have a, just a, a what-if question. So, if we were bringing mm-hmm. in Texas and Oklahoma, and we had to get rid of two teams. Who would be your pick? <laughs> Ah, Auburn can go. Seriously, I would say, I I would probably say um, one from each side, one from the east and from the west. And I I would, this probably shocks some people, but I would send Kentucky to the ACC. Mm -hmm. And I would probably send uh, Arkansas away from the west. Okay. Uh, to the ACC, which okay. I, I think they would benefit more. Probably not how they're well. Kentucky more where they're where they sit regionally, but yeah. from a basketball perspective, and right. them having the basketball pedigree, and uh, I think their football programs might do better right. in the ACC. I can see I that. Can, I can that's definitely see that. Yeah, because Louisville and the ACC, they you know they play absolutely. Them, they play them uh, every year or whatever. That's one of their rivals, but that. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good. I got a question about. We're gonna try to keep it. It's gonna be college related, but in the, in the NFL, we got two quarterback receiver duos from Alabama, right? Jalen and Slim Reap up in Philly, and right? And Tua and 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 and, and, and fast Jalen in Miami, right? Fast Jalen. <laughs> right. right. Fast Jalen. Right. So like, which which duo you think uh, uh be more productive, the Miami duo or the Philly duo? Man, I gotta go with uh, the Philly duo. Okay, okay. Number one, number one. I think they're a little bit hungrier and a little bit more to prove, and they just got a better offensive line up there, man. If you, I, I watched Miami this past weekend, their first preseason game, and Tua was running for his life again, man. You man. can't, you know, you you just can't operate like that in the NFL. You know, I know they'll get it right. They'll start building around to it. But, uh, you know, you worry about his, you know, his injury situation. And and then, you know, it's the pros, man. So these routes are going to take a little while to develop. Unlike in college where you can blow past somebody in the first uh, second. Right. Um, So I think with with Jalen and um, and and Devontae, I think they're locked in and hungry. Uh, they're both got a lot of doubters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly is just a rough play. Man, they booed Santa Claus. I think I think they're gonna. Yeah, That's I think fitting. they're gonna. I think they're gonna be forced to get better quicker. Right. Many they beat up the little, little, little love rock. They had a robot. Up in Philly, it was like on the first day. They, they beat it up. Yeah, they don't they play, bro. The they beat up the robot. That's Philly, okay. bro. That's Philly. They don't play. <laughs> I, I did a show in Philly, uh, maybe three weeks ago, okay. and the people were real nice. They almost sold the show out, but I ran into a dude in the in the lobby. This was his exact words. He said, "Man, welcome to Philly. Looking forward to the show. Don't get booed." <laughs> and he just walked off like, "Bro, what? What?" <laughs> 
Wow. And they, 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 I guess that's that's real, man. <laughs> I did not get booed, by the way. That's, that's what's, what's up. up. That's why I, I, I did. As a, exactly. Um, but uh, anybody else question before we move? Well, no, we good. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, just to jump off uh, college football. Before we move, um, I saw your video where you were saying about um, you know me being a Florida fan. So you saying the old ball coach should replace uh, Lee Corso? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm I'm in agreement with it. I, I love Lee Corso. I just think it's time for Lee to, to go on ahead and do something else. And, and, and yeah, because you know they only bring him in, now. Bring now they only I'm only bringing him in in certain segments or whatever. And he still do his, you know put the helmet on or whatever the hat on or the mascot hat. But I think it's time for him to you know retire or whatever and um, and let somebody else. Even if they like I said, if they don't want to put in somebody younger, they can definitely bring in Steve Spurrier. I think he would. I think he would fit. Oh man, y'all breaking my heart. <laughs> I think yeah. I know y'all right. You right. I gotta let the old yeah. man live. It's it's uh you know it it has to be an honest conversation. I think the first thing we need to start with is that Lee Corso, because of what he's built and what he means to college football, he deserves to choose when he walks away. I agree. You know, if he if he want to stay there to his last day, then that's he's earned that right. Yeah. Um. But also, you know, it's it's there. I think we all see it. We've all seen the adjustments that they have to make where he, you know, can't be on set all the time. Mm-hmm. I love that they started bringing in Pollock in the second hour to kind of carry some of the load, like which is, you know, for his age and, you know, his health uh, worries uh, is the thing to do. But um, we just love Corso, man. He, yeah, you know, he may have to struggle through some parts of it but when it's come down to that end man and he has to put on that 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 mascot head he he's on like that's his thing that's what he that's what he do and um i think we have to remember he's still an athlete and he's still a coach and he's still a competitor so he's not from what i see he's not gonna let life beat and age beat him down inside of him He's still like, look, I'm doing this thing. I could do it. Just turn on the camera and let me roll. So uh, it looks rough at sometimes. I got to be honest, but I think I think he can carry it for a little while. And then I I just personally think Steve Spurrier checks a lot of boxes. You know, football knowledge, yeah, uh, yeah. former coach, just like Corso, yeah. personality that everybody is familiar with. Never know what he's gonna say. Right, right about that. Right. And and it's just a funny guy. So I think he checks all the boxes. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, well, just to move off football for a little bit. Um, I, I, I listened. Well, I listened to ninety four point nine. I know you always chiming in with uh, Uncle Chris or Chris Coleman, as they say. Um, I doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love what he does. I love the um, the think tank. I, I listen to it either from where we either drive home from work or while I'm at work or whatever. But and I know you you're on there a lot. Um, I, I, I know you uh, when you uh, were hosting him the week he was gone. Like you did an amazing job. Um, so uh, with the mayoral election that's going on um, in Birmingham, I know you kind of you know not big in politics, but just Birmingham politics and everything. Um, who 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 do you see or who you think would be a better fit for the city of Birmingham moving forward? Like as far as uh, uh, the right mayor for the time, whoever. Well, I honestly, I, I'm, I'm one man. I get one vote, and I yeah. think it just it comes down to whoever the city chooses. We're gonna have to be in a position to hold this person accountable yeah. and stay on them and make sure they're being creative. 
Now, individually, I'll just take the top four, uh, Woodfin, Bell, Scales, and Chris Woods. Yeah. And I'm giving them top four just based on polling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they all bring something different to the table. So it's just going to depend on what you, you know, what you want individually. Right. Yeah. Uh, with uh, William Bell, he was mayor for eight years. He's in politics for almost 40 years mm-hmm. here. So you kind of know what, what you're gonna you get. get. Yeah. He, he's he's a stylish guy, you know. He <laughs> he he moves how he moves. Yeah. Uh, a lot yeah. of people uh, hadn't agreed with some of his moves over the years, but a lot of people did. Um, so I think you kind of know what you're gonna get with him. With Woodfin, uh, you've had four years now of him, and you know he he was here to guide us through a pandemic and some other things. So you had a chance to see how he handled that. I, I probably think that he's, I wouldn't consider him a progressive candidate, but he's right. probably more progressive of this bunch just by his age and his generation. Me and him are a year apart. Uh, with Shonda Scales, you're going to get a fighter. Uh, people can say what they want to say about her, but she's won multiple elections, yeah. you know, yeah. on two different levels. So that's to be, uh, you have to take that into account that this woman knows how to win elections. Um, and I don't think that she's going to back down to uh, corporate interests. I think she'll go in fighting <clears throat> as she does sometimes at the, uh, you know, at the county level. But, yeah. you know, she like all political candidates, they come with baggage. Uh, and then Chris Woods. Uh, Chris Woods. Me growing up in Birmingham, man, and knowing the flavor of the city, he doesn't, to me, fit the flavor of the city for a lot of reasons, just personality-wise. But if you really stop and listen to him, he's got some great ideas. If you really really look at his resume, being in business, also being a Woods, who that family is pretty much Birmingham royalty, and he's got a son that sits on the city council, he's not... um, he knows the the landscape of yeah. the city politics so there's some experience there he's a contractor which will help with you know businesses and running businesses so it's just gonna come down to what people want and like i said i get one vote and i at the time of this podcast i have no idea who i'm voting for me either yeah. i like wood for no man i like the direction that we going um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm personally I, I i'm in the tech sector so he's doing a lot of work bringing in a lot of tech companies ship just came uh, got the big building downtown uh landing is doing a lot of big things they're coming down here's a lot of stuff happening on in the tech sector so i mean if I, you find candidates that do that then you know make that decision hard for i don't know about y'all but i've been talking around the city and that's that's you know kind of be what people have been saying exactly what you kind of laid out especially between bell and and woodfin it was more like the old guard nothing you know no no offense to bell but it was Right. traditional uh we know what we're gonna get and if you if we want to do that and that's that but then you know trying to not like i said not progressive but young and in that sense where we're moving forward into a new type of birmingham right well uh it's to me it always gonna come down to uh not only what they could do or done on paper but the actual baggage that they might bring um and the stuff that you mentioned i think is good for the city the businesses but keep in mind uh oh i can't say keep in mind because y'all didn't know this uh because of my personal situation last summer with the uh confederate statues and all of that 
I literally had a year, you know, during the pandemic to just sit down and watch uh, Woodfin and the rest of these candidates and just really research them. I literally like I couldn't get on the road, travel. I couldn't do much. So that was that was literally all I did for a year was uh, watch these people. And, you know, um, I, I. I don't know, man. I don't know. It just with the jobs coming in, there's always more to it. You have to ask more questions, and the biggest question should be who's really benefiting off of these uh, businesses coming here, and who's really benefiting off every construction site that you see uh, around the city. And keep in mind, we're seventy-four percent black, uh, so you you gotta start there. You know how black people benefiting, how all the neighborhoods benefiting, how the schools benefiting, and once you start asking those questions, you start to look at uh, businesses coming uh, in a different light. Well, and and I say that only because I'm kind of on on a ground level. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I hadn't seen it from your perspective, uh, right. but I, but you know I work with company. I innovate Birmingham is one, uh, Generator is another, and they do have a lot of efforts, especially towards uh, minority communities and uh, poor communities to get outreach to those places. Because that's where it seems like a lot of the talent is coming from. It's a lot of uh, talent in those places that gets overlooked, and they're trying to fish for that. Now you you, you make a, you make a good point of trying to see where the end goal is um and that's a great question uh and probably need to do more research in that but you know from the from from the outside looking in from the ground up i mean it, i can see where people are trying to make those inroads and we were recognizing that uh, especially trying to revitalize fourth uh fourth avenue district yeah. and bring more be- business uh, better business uh, to that area and areas around the city so uh yeah i think we well should- I'll, I'll i'll say this and i know it's not general knowledge but um, <laughs> a lot of the organizations that you and I won't say any by name, but you kind of hinted at a few in that same realm, not them particularly. Right. Uh, but they do on paper. They have a lot of good plans and everything that are written for uh, the inner city or for the black community, for underserved communities, and they make great presentations. And uh, as I th- I've been called in to talk to them you know or to listen to them and on several occasions and my question to them is always the same like how are y'all promoting this to the people that need to hear it because i worked at jams for eight years and these programs never came by jams to talk to us they never came by kiss they're not on v94.9 um so that's when i started wondering like how why are y'all not giving the information to the people that have it and uh, in my findings, just my personal findings, a lot of these organizations come down to one thing, grant money. Um, grant money is good. You don't have to pay it back. It ain't a loan. You got a lot of organizations that are fighting for grant money. So they're going to say on paper and do the things that will get them more grant money, federal and state. And then you have to ask you know in year two well what happened what did you accomplish with that grant money and i think in the next uh two to three years people may start asking these organizations can we see your list of accomplishments for the inner city gotcha i like that and this definitely i've heard i think i was a uh, matter of fact listening to the think tank one morning or one afternoon and he was mentioning some 
these ladies or something they was trying to start a house i think it was in it was in by woodlawn or something woodlawn, yeah right. and they were um, they were it was only gonna be open like uh like uh out it was gonna be open like a short time it was it was something basically it was like a almost not a almost not a not a halfway house but like say you know women of the streets or whatever they was gonna be like have have them come in so they can clean up or whatever and then leave back right. out but it was only gonna be open a certain like a for like some weird hours or whatever and they were right. gonna and basically everybody was talking about like they just doing it for the grant money that's they were just doing it for the grant money to say they did do something or whatever but they're not really helping nobody like they they allow them to come in but they're not really doing anything to help them change or help them stop that you know get out of their life and move forward or whatever the case may be but i've heard a lot about that like just you know how they doing play play things like that they're doing or business like that they're coming in trying to do, get the grant money going in the inner cities doing stuff getting grant money and not really doing anything with it to help the actual people of the inner city mm-hmm. okay. at all um and and it's a i, I would call it a plague right now yeah. that uh is is uh of course is not unique to birmingham but going on a lot of places and, and a, a a big part of it here unfortunately is the um uh, the buddy buddy system. Uh, I don't really have a click like that. I roll, you know, individually, but yeah. um, I'm, I get respect or I'm known in a lot of circles. So a lot of times, you know, people that I've attached to hit me up about my foundation and they be like, well, they have some grant money here and there. I've turned down so many. I've only taken one grant during the pandemic, just one, the, yeah. the $20,000 state grant. And that was enough for me to keep my whole company above water for the foreseeable future. Um, But I've been invited to apply for like five different grants and I'm and I pass it along to other folks like, hey, man, I think you could use this. So it's just it's going to come down to um, uh, people having a heart uh, for actual people and then not being greedy. Uh, But there's a lot of grant money out there available and trust me the competition for it is ridiculous yeah yeah well speaking of you mentioned uh the uh the protest last year uh, mm-hmm. what, was, what was your, your kind of overall uh thoughts on on that experience having having gone through it um <laughs> The, uh, where do I start with that? Yeah, I, mean, like, uh, I learned a lot. I guess we I can give learn a lot because like, uh, everybody may not know you uh, with that. Mm-hmm. We listen to we got a lot of listeners that don't come from Birmingham, mm-hmm. so maybe you can give a uh, like brief little rundown of the events and like you know right. how it played out and then explain. All right, I'll try to give them the shortest version possible. Uh, there was a Confederate statue that sits in the city center of Birmingham in a place called Lynn Park, which mm-hmm. was once Capitol Park. Right? Yeah. Uh, Birmingham as a city was not founded until 1871. It's our 150th anniversary, 1871, which means the Civil War ended in 1865. We weren't even a city. Right. This was uh, frog level Alabama. Park was Illiton, Alabama. This land served no purpose in the Civil War. Uh, the only piece of history close uh, in the Birmingham area is at Arlington in um, in West End. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that was for the Union. One of the Union soldiers had a buddy here. He stayed at his, at the Arlington mansion and then they marched their troops down to Tuscaloosa the next day and burned Tuscaloosa to the ground. That's the only <laughs> Civil War uh, history we have here. So I, 
after Reconstruction, the period after uh, the Civil War ended, where they were literally restructuring the country, people, states were rewriting their constitutions. There was a big push by white supremacists. And I'm not naming them that. That's what they call themselves. Yeah, the yeah. word white supremacy is actually in the Alabama Constitution. If you look up the uh, committee documents, their actual transcripts of their words is online. You can look it up. And they use white supremacy. So uh, they actually wrote it in there that they wanted to maintain white supremacy uh, by law. You know, they said they couldn't do it by force or whatever, because they knew they would face uh, pushback from the North and the Union. So they said we got to do it by law. So they tried to uh, not only stop black people from owning land, which was uh, one time a prerequisite to vote, but they had reading tests in place for poor white people also. So they just wanted rich white dudes to make the decisions. No women could vote, none of that stuff. Uh, And then, of course, the Confederacy and all of that good stuff. So basically, the statue to me, and there's 700 of them across the country, they were not put up with good intention for everyone. That was the basis of my disdain for the statue. Was it, is it, uh, do you know if that uh, the Lynn statue is a Daughters of the Confederacy statue? Say that again? Is that one of the statues of the Daughters of the Confederacy? You know, yes, one. it was right there on the side. The okay. Daughters of the Confederacy okay. definitely owned that. And it was the Pelham chapter, which okay. Pelham, another entity that's not <laughs> within Birmingham. So many reasons why the statue shouldn't have been up. Uh, I saw uh, Mayor Bell, during his time, he talked about getting the statue down. And y'all remember, they put the black box around it. Right. Uh, yeah. And that was after the uh, the young lady was killed, held a hire in, uh, in Charlottesville, Charlottesville, Virginia. Right. Um, and so there was a big conversation about it. And then during when he and Randall were having a runoff, they were asking them about it. Uh, I got word that prior to that, uh, Reverend Shuttlesworth, I, I haven't been able to confirm or deny this, but a, somebody who I trust told me that Shuttlesworth and some other activists at one time were trying to get the statue down. So fast forward to 2020, George Floyd get killed. Uh, everybody's uh, been in the house. And now they're coming out to protest. And I went to a protest at Kelly Ingram Park on Saturday. Um, in June and it was like thousands of white people there. I had my drone out and everything. We was taking pictures. It's, I was like, this looks powerful. And then everybody got up to speak and some people had some photo ops and people from over the mountain had their cute signs and and it was over, y'all. They just they just went home. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like that's, that's it. Yeah. This don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. This right. don't feel good. So me and my lady get in the car, we're headed home, and, and she could tell us first, she's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't, I don't like the way this feels. Like, this, this don't look right. Uh, so like, what you mean? I was like, this whole little atmosphere. And I said, you know, I, I just, I'm telling you, baby, if they ever give me a chance to, to speak at one of them things, I'm going to say something real. <laughs> yeah, she blew me off. She's like, boy, whatever. Like, this is, she probably won't ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know my opportunity would come less than 24 hours later. Fast forward to Sunday, May 31st. Um, the census was a big thing at the time. And right. the city yeah. had, um, I would say, hired me uh, to be one of the influencers to 
get people to fill out the census, which we should have done a better job as, and we wouldn't fail behind Huntsville. That's another yep. story. Uh, <laughs> so they, I pull up. I'm not on the program. One of the mayor's representatives asked me to speak about the census. I say, cool. Before I speak, uh, Ricky Smiley was asked to speak also. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's, you know, let's go up here, talk together. He gave his spiel. And I'm thinking about yesterday, yeah, the, the, yeah. the day before. And all these thoughts are clearly coming through my head. Like, yo, say this. Say it just like this. I'm like, who? who <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's feeding me? These I didn't have a pre-written speech or anything. But yeah. it was just like, you know, after Ricky finishes, I got to make a split decision. Right. Do I say what's on my mind or do I just keep it, you know, cool right stay on script and talk about the census well as we know i chose to <laughs> chose say out. what was on my heart i yeah. talked about the statue the history of birmingham encouraged black people to come back to the city support our schools and our churches all of that also encouraged people not to tear up the city That's during true. the speech yeah, not sure why the news outlets <laughs> didn't play that no, part of course but they don't it's there it's there it's it's in stone so I, in my own way, I encouraged people to meet me at the Confederate statue at 7.30 that night. They did. Hundreds of people came, man, and we were trying to get that statue down, but it was as stubborn as racism itself. It was. Uh, the mayor came out and said that he was going to finish the job and get it taken down legally in a few days, which he did to his credit. But after we all left the statue, uh, some people did not under my guidance uh, went across the city, bashed <clears throat> some windows and some businesses and everything. And that that right there became a calamity for me because yeah. there was some entity that tried to tie my speech and my words with the looting that happened. And that just made for a very interesting year for me. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I was just saying, I, um, just remember the whole thing. Like, um, so with your dealings with that and, you know, you mm-hmm. made it through that year and everything, I, I know you said you had to follow the, the four candidates kind of closely. Um, I, I, but just your your dealings or whatever with Woodfin, like it's just on a, I guess, a, not a personal, but just, I, just in your dealings with them, like, do you, yeah, are y'all back on good terms right now? Or in the middle, or 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 in the middle part, whatever. Listen, I uh, I, I we had some mutual friends that um, wanted us to meet, and we did meet one on one. I believe in early July. Uh, I said what was on my heart. He said what was on his heart, and I walked away like I. Right, I know who I'm dealing with, but I'm moving on. You know, so yeah. but but prior to that, um, nah, he wasn't my favorite person. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would say what I wanted to say about him on you know on my social media. Right. Uh, you know, I, I didn't even go as far to like endorse another candidate. You know, I'm I try to move a little bit smarter than that and not get too emotional. Yeah. Um but no man, I um I just, I just told him how I felt. Um, he, of course, didn't admit to anything, which I think kind of hindered 
uh, us really, really moving forward. So I would say this, uh, after us meeting one by one, I would say we're good for the most part, but it will never be where it was the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And see, watching, I watched the um, the mayoral debate the other night, um, hosted by um, NBC and uh, 94.9. Um, okay. And he was mentioning his big thing is uh, accountability. And it, you know that's that's his whole, was one of his big things is I'm trying to hold everybody accountable. Like he they, they had one of the questions were about the like the the dealing with the police chief. Like a lot of people don't I guess don't like the new police chief because he's holding a lot of the officers accountable for their dealings and how they treat you know Birmingham people. Right. Like which they should. Which you know, he's doing right. Like he said he's outlawed like the chokehold and some other stuff. Okay. But like his whole that was saying it, it, you know he preaches or preaches accountability. But like you said that one on one session you just mentioned. He wasn't, you know, taking accountability for anything, you know, so. But. Yeah, and, and, and you know, some stuff I always give him credit for. The man yeah. is a Morehouse graduate. Yeah. He, he's a lawyer. He passed the bar. So what yeah. I mean, he's very smart. He's intelligent. Oh. So, you know, um, I at the end of the day, I could have kept whatever that was between me and him going. Yeah. But that's never my goal. You know, my goal is to make Birmingham the most sufficient city it could be. I believe we can have top tier schools. I believe, you know, we can have people move. I moved back in the city. I'm right here in Norwood. So I'm right here, you know, near all the action. So that's my goal. My goal is not to uh, bicker with any politician i think that's what they have gotten caught up in and that's yes. why the city has kind of slipped plus i want to have enough wiggle room to hold any mayor city council person elected official uh accountable in my own way put pressure on them but also work with them yeah and yeah. that was just a pill i had to swallow but i and then again with the people i could have gave people all the facts in the world yeah. could have gave them video recordings anything they people didn't care yeah you know people just unfortunately it's unfortunate but i think a lot of people just want a show Uh, i think there's a a a gamut of people in this city that just want to see me and him do this all day that's that's everywhere like they want a show that's why that's why trump got an office they they people went along with that show like right. uh, that's that's right. that's a whole nother thing for a whole nother thing. I ain't gonna get on that. We, you know, but. Right. I, and so it's t- kind of tangentially related. I got a question. Uh, mm-hmm. I, well, I saw those. Like, you had a backlash, right? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we were, you were doing the Alabama videos, yeah. and 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 I used to follow that religiously, like every Saturday Sunday morning. Like, where's Jermaine at, and why is he not posting <laughs> at eleven thirty like he normally does, right? Right, and so how was that uh, experience uh, like, uh, with, with the with the backlash that came uh, on the back end of that? It was another learning experience, but it was something that I felt um, good that I got off my chest because yeah. you know, I, for anybody that doesn't know, I don't make a secret about it. Ninety-five percent of the people that follow those videos and come to the shows and they do sell out the shows and everything it's a blessing but 95 percent of them are hardcore white southern conservative maybe trump supporting republican right it is what it is you know but we we can coexist but it's very hard for me to turn on the camera and make them little goofy videos and smile in their face and have all this pent up aggression right. you know yeah. for a lot of the stuff that's in their doctrine right. you know religiously 
politically and otherwise. So this was my chance to just, look, I'm going to get this off my chest. I'm going to tell y'all how I really feel. And whoever left standing, whoever's still rocking with me, we good for life. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. And that's where we're at right now. It's still over 700,000 people on all of my social media that still follow me. Hey. They know where I stand now. So there's no more faking and just smiling. They yeah. know where I'm at, but they, but because they still stuck around, if y'all follow my Facebook page now, I, do. I don't even put politics on it anymore. Like I don't even, as a service, as a thank you to them, I'm like, look, man, I'm gonna overserve y'all. I'm gonna give y'all so much football and so much laughs that you know y'all just gonna have to appreciate it. Right. And yeah, that's right, my yeah. way of saying I appreciate y'all for still sticking around and rocking with me. Yeah, man, they was tearing you up in them comments. Yeah, I saw. I was yeah. just reading some of them comments. I, I saw them some of them old them 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 them, them white redneck boys. They was. We we just just, I, just it, they were just hurt, just so butt hurt. I mean, over you know nothing. it's mostly cap. You know it's ah oh, man, I'm from the show. I'm not watching a single episode again. And then next week at 11:30, you right back to it again, saying the same thing. Gertrude, it was you last week saying you was quitting. What happened? Right. Because I mean, they they said the same thing to the football team when they marched for Black Lives. So uh, these are not a lot of the most creative people. They, you know, how many times are you gonna tell me to stick to sports? Right. Ma'am, I never played organized. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, so, you know, that's it. They, they don't. I, I think at their core, a lot of them are really good-meaning people who just yeah. want to raise their family, and they've been duped by the same system too. Right. Yeah. When you're talking about the Confederacy. I just let them know there's nothing for me as a black man in America to agree with with y'all on that competitors. I don't care how it's been presented to y'all. Right. I, this is how I feel about it. And we've been touring since 2016. Mm-hmm. To these people's credit, and I don't say these people as a derogatory, I just mean the people that have supported me, to the folks that come to my shows. They've never worn that flag to one of my shows. They never wore one of those red hats to one of my shows. So I think there's a silent understanding yeah, of that. Yeah. So and, and yeah. that's, that's a lot of that. And that's what I, well, one of the things I say, like, it's just respect. Like, you know, you know, I understand. If you want to be like that, you want to vote that person, you want right. to vote for whoever, you know, believe how you believe, like, that's fine. But like, just be willing to, I'm like me, myself. I said, I'm always willing for conversation. Like, if you disagree with something, or you, you one of those all lives matter Trump supporter and all that stuff, that's fine. But like, let's have a conversation. Like, if you don't come in here saying I'm this and that, and you don't know nothing, or you don't know, just like I don't know all your stuff, like, let's have some conversation. Like, right. just be open to the conversation. That's what I'm, that's all I care about. Well, and that's, that's the tough part. Uh, I'll close this part on this. The tough part about having a conversation is they're literally starting the conversation at what they know and a lot of what they know came from their public school books and what they're surrounded by do y'all know here in alabama who since probably the 1930s has been the organization overriding the public school curriculum just take a wild guess what organization do y'all think has been overriding uh that well was for decades overwriting the curriculum in our public school textbook. My assumption was that it was the Department of Alabama Department of Education. Yeah, that's that, what I would assume. It was the Daughters of the Confederacy. No, it makes sense. It makes, <laughs> no, it, sense. it makes sense. We still teach that yeah. like mid-century uh, 1950s American 
history, right? right? That you know, the civil rights was just about states' rights. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, so when you have people, black, white, and everybody, been indoctrinated to look at the Confederacy one way and their version of who Robert E. Lee and all these gentlemen were, we got indoctrinated as youngsters too. We didn't even know we. You know, when we watched the Dukes of Hazzard, yeah, yeah, the car, the yeah. General Lee, we loved the General Lee. It had a Confederate flag on the top. So we thought, oh, it's, that just looks natural. That yeah. was indoctrinate. That was programming at its finest. So we got to break down a lot of uh, programming that has been done. Shout out to the younger generation, you know, Gen Z and below there. They're making a push for it. Oh, yeah. You know, the boomers, they're still trying to fight against critical race theory. So here we are. Well, they don't know what it is. So until they figure out they what know. it is, we're going to worry about that one later. What you got, what you got left for us? Um, I don't you know. I know we closing, um, near, near closing, but um, but yeah, just um, I know you got, um, I know you got, you got, are you married now? Have you guys married? Married or y'all still engaged? No, 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 no. Uh, we're in, in a great relationship okay. uh, right now, but uh, think, things are on the way. Things okay. Are okay. On the way. That's what I ain't going to rush it. You know, ain't going to rush it. I'm just putting that pressure. She sounded like she giving him the hints I'm getting. Uh, time's ticking. Yeah. See, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm in. I'm five years in. So, um, but um, nice. so we, 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 you know, with I'm not sure if you listened to an episode before, but like we, we talk about a little bit about everything. We, we jump mm-hmm. from relationships to stuff like that. So, you know, the big thing that's been going around this week is the whole um, PJ Washington, Brittany, Brenda um, <laughs> situation. Where basically he, have you heard about it? The, I, you know, I heard more about uh, uh, Kaepernick and. Brittany Renner than uh, the PJ. Why I haven't dove, dove into the PJ watch, but kind of fill me in. Okay, so basically, she what she made a video was a few years ago saying or a it's while ago saying time, it may have been, but she was like to to get a bag, you got to marry or get a, get pregnant by basically get pregnant by athlete. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and she's what? She's, um, how old is she? She's like twenty. Yeah, 28, 20. She's older than him. Yeah. PJ Washington been in the league probably about two or three years or whatever. Dude's like 23. He got her pregnant. Now she filed filed for divorce. And she getting like, what, 200000 a week. And everybody's like, 200000 a month. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she's basically saying, uh, people kind of going in, it's like, he should have known or whatever the case may be. Or, or you know, kind of blaming him that he should have known. And it's like, you know, in situations like this, we say the athlete should have known, but where's the 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 flag for her like hey man why you out here getting like yeah you getting the bag your your whole thing was to get pregnant by this man and basically divorce him and and basically take his money well uh guys gotta realize and it's not new this been going on probably since the beginning of time um women will look at some, some women will look at successful men as their their way out or oh, yeah. their their income that's seriously how they look at it and they're trying to uh yeah they're they're purposely <laughs> trying to influence that situation and a lot of people with that say that athletes should know better that lets me know they've never spent a lot of time around young elite athletes yeah, when you're young and you're elite athletically your world is very small yeah uh it's a lot of practice it's a lot of you know your best friends or your teammates that's why you see guys in the pros still hanging with 
they boys who were yeah. teammates from high school. So you're traveling, you're doing AAU ball, you're doing football camps, you're doing all of that. You do, you don't have a lot of time to just be out in the streets and learning the things that the streets can sometimes teach you. So yeah. it's very sheltered world, especially even more so when they get to college, if yeah. they go to like a uh, University of Alabama or one of these big time schools, uh, it's just very sheltered, it's very structured. So, but you know, we're men. Yeah. You know, by the time we hit 14, 15, them hormones gonna do what them hormones gonna wanna do. do. Yeah. And keep in mind the, the fun girls, it's fun for a reason. No sports. They're gonna make you feel they they the same ones that in Hooters at the strip club. Yeah. They're gonna make you feel good. Like they're gonna yeah. smile on your face. They're gonna make you feel like you're the most handsome man on earth. Yeah. They're gonna do what they need to do. And then when they get what they wanna get in most situations, they out. Yeah. So I would encourage young brothers, uh, surround yourself with some uncles, uh, mm -hmm. some some other people, get around some older men, man, because it's it's a trap. It's a trap. Trying to get you. I love it. I love it. So, so is that a, is that a double standard, or have we set that up as a society? Because I know we tell women that you know it is a good thing to find a successful man who has uh, resources who can take care of you. Can that kind of like blur the line between what we're talking about? Because getting the bag is basically what they're saying. I'm mean, not not exactly. I know we try. We put a lot more into it, but I mean. People don't always pick up what folk putting down. True, true. Yeah. I, I would I would encourage young brothers to uh, see what she can offer long term because you guys, I'm assuming, <laughs> you've already said you're married. I'm assuming you got some parents on the panel too. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. In a marriage and as a parent, I've been training for both, even though I'm not one. Yeah, but right. my conclusion on both is that it's no longer about you. Facts. It's no longer yeah. about you know, what makes you totally happy. Yeah. Now you have to be responsible for children. You have to be responsible for a wife. And even right. with the wife, it's not all about her. Like it's yeah. a legit partnership that to me is based around the kids and growing that family. Right. Um. So with that being said, yeah, she might make you laugh right now. She might do some other things very well, but what can she contribute to the family structure? Right. Can she raise children? Right. Can she do your daughter's hair? Can she, you know, make sure your son is knowing all the things that he needs to know? You know, and yeah, if she gonna deal with teach your daughter the things that she needs to know to survive in this world, or is she right. gonna tell her daughter to go out and get over on men too? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, in close, well, it just uh, a few, well, two more questions, real quick. Yeah. Um, oh, so, we got the um, with your with everything you're doing and, and being around Birmingham, man. Um, I, I, I like to say, I love what you're doing, love what you're doing for the city, and try to help the city be better, be better going forward. Have you thought about running for office or some type of office in the future? I have considered it. Uh, we, we were talking about, I got asked by several entities and several people after uh, last summer for sure but um i i do well with uh with information so i wanted to get as much information as possible i actually yeah. talked to uh previous city councilmen and got their opinion on what you can and what you can't do mm -hmm. uh from from that position mm -hmm. um and they gave me some great insight uh 
what I learned is you're limited. Right. Yeah. You're limited as far as like being a city councilman because you might have some great ideas, but you've got to lobby because you got to be able to count to five. If you can't get four other counselors to sign off yeah. on the things that you want to do, it doesn't matter how many good ideas you have. Right. And then you have to realize behind every councilman, behind every elected official, there could be some corporate interest. I wouldn't say pulling their strings, but having influence like, hey, we we look at it like it's a dark, dirty thing, but no, it's really just companies have lobbyists and their job is to talk to these city councilors to try to nudge them in, you know, in their direction for their favor. It's just how politics goes. Right. So um, when I when I realized that um, I became less wanting to run for office, I didn't feel like that was the place to get it done. I yeah. feel like for me, I can get it done on the influencer level. You know what I'm saying? Like I can be the lobbyist for the hood mm-hmm. to the politicians. Like, you. hey, we need this, we need, and it's been working. Um, we've got a few things accomplished uh, even this year, and we're still working with our current councilman to do some things. So that's right. that's what I'm that's what I'm unofficially right now. I'm the hood lobbyist right, that we'll goes we'll and talks it. to the politicians. We'll take it. Now, we got a couple minutes left, five, four or five minutes left. We don't know. We don't want to take yeah. all your time. Uh, we got a segment on the show that we always do at the very end. It's called Tell Them How You Feel. It's an unadulterated moment on our show where you can say whatever it is you want. Nobody can interrupt. Nobody can disagree. It's all your moment. So if you got something, let America know. Tell them how you and feel. you can plug whatever you want to plug. Like I say, just whatever. What is that? What, what, what the old folks say? Whatever's on your heart, you know, you can say whatever <laughs> on your heart. Well, well, what's on my heart right now, man, is just advice for everybody, especially. Uh, and it's not just a black or white thing, yeah. but you know, for people who grew up not having a lot or not, um, you know, the the system seems stacked against you. You might not have went to the best school. Uh, this is my message to everybody. Uh, go back and re-educate yourself in an area that's going to help you make money. And I'm not saying that is just advice to everybody. I'm taking my own advice. Yeah. I'm back in classes right now, getting certification in uh, in some real estate and development things. But that's my thing. That's what I like. I think for anybody um, that if you like something and you want to be an entrepreneur or you got a special skill set, but you haven't been taught how to run it properly as a business, go back and get certified in it and really do what you know how to do best and make a lot of money off of it. Um, I don't, the city schools, I think were great as far as like training us up with personality and letting us be ourselves. I think it, it pays off, uh, but on the business end, we were lacking. So. Now I tell everybody, go back and get official. Right. Go back and hire a lawyer. They ain't as expensive as you think. Let a lawyer do your LLC paperwork. Let a lawyer structure up your foundation. Do it all the right way. And y'all will find out that when you get your paperwork in order, there's a lot of money out there to be got through taxes, through grants, through loans, through all of that. So I'm encouraging people to get, get official, get your paperwork done. And go back and I don't want to say learn a trade, but get certified in the trade or the thing that you naturally love and do best. 
I, I second that again. I mentioned I innovate Birmingham because I went through that program. I went to AM nice. um, for uh, grad for actual computer engineering because they didn't have graphic design or, or like web development at that time. And this opportunity came up, and it's, a, it's available for a lot of people, especially it seems like it's geared towards minority people. Because man, if you got a felony, they'll look, they'll help you out. They got court referral things. If you don't got enough money, they'll like help pay some of your bills. It's, it's a fire program. And, and and it allowed me to do exactly what you just said. It took a skill I already knew that I was already. I've been de- developing websites since 1997 <laughs> when it was homestead in Geo Cities. And, right. And, and it made Geos. Me- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we lost connection. Oh man. Oh yeah. I think we did. We lost him right at the end, man. Uh, uh, it cut off right at 11. Uh, oh, yeah. dang. All right, America. Well, we weren't ready for that, but. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, uh, Bro, is we gonna chill here? Or we do we need to message him or say something? I'm about to. I'm about to message him. Probably right jump now. on Twitter and say something. Yeah, do do, do that. Uh, uh, you got the phone. Bruh, now that we uh, still on air, I know. Yeah. But uh, that was fire. That was great. That was. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Great. Props to the man. Very insightful. Oh yeah. Uh, enjoyed every moment of it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's why we. That's why we, we may not be able to get him back home, but hey, we definitely want to thank you, uh, taking the time out, speaking with us, young brothers. Um, you didn't have to do it. We just asked and you did, so we definitely appreciate you. Oh yeah. Did he come? Oh, hey, okay. Got it back. There you go. Yeah, my uh, I'm not sure what happened. I had my Ethernet hooked up, but uh, ah. it, it definitely. Yeah, so it just it just it just stopped working for some reason. So I'm, I'm on my cell phone to finish up. But as okay. soon as we mentioned Geo City, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Geo City's past. Like, I don't like this new internet. Oh, y'all left me. Y'all forgot about me. But yeah, man. I've been doing this since back then, and it, it, that program gave people, I, I think, gives people a lot of great opportunities within the city. I think that again, like you know, I, I need to look more into the deep part. But as far as on the ground level, is where it is. You're right; it probably needs to be uh, advertised more. And I think that's kind of the, the the what they gave us in the program uh, to to try to help get people involved because uh, yeah. it is a benefit and can be a benefit to a lot of people who have those skills. Yeah. Uh, but quick question before you go. This is the last one. Uh, you, quick answer. How you feel about the new stadium? Should they have, what, should they have fixed Legion Field or did some Legion Field or like? I I think I think we've got it now. It's yeah. not gonna get torn down. Yeah, we got true. it. We got to maximize it uh, as much as we possibly can. But uh, as far as just business and business deals go, I didn't think it was a great deal. But it's ours now, so let's maximize it. Hey, okay. Right, okay. You right. think, do you think the, I would say should the classic should the classic be moved there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a proponent of the classic staying at Legion Field, but I <clears throat> I've hosted the classic along with Bruno Event Team for the past four uh, classic games, I believe. Yeah. And uh, I know there are some outside entities that are ultimately going to make that decision. So 
Uh, I think we need to give them a reason to keep it at the Classic. And the best way to keep it, uh, or to keep it at Legion Field, the best way to do that is to buy tickets. If, it, if it's selling out every year, 60, 65,000, you know, the new stadium can't hold that. It's yeah. not even an option. Right. It's staying at Legion Field. But, you know, right now, on average, the Classic sells about 40,000 tickets. And that's how much uh, the new stadium holds. So if they just want to cater to the people that are actually buying tickets, um, then they'll probably move it. And, you know, but if y'all wanted to stay, and I'm talking to anybody listening, if y'all wanted to stay at Legion Field, buy all the tickets, buy them early, and yeah. it won't even be a question anymore. Yeah, because my, my thing is, I'm going to go ahead. I just said, there you go. I was going to say, my thing is, they, you move downtown, like, what about the people that come? They come a week ahead of time just to tailgate, yeah. like just to sit out there and set their stuff up, like because there's no parking culture. down there. Like that's a whole culture that you know you that you would lose if you move from Legion Field to to the new stadium. <clears throat> now, granted, like I said, I, I believe Legion Field needs to be fixed up. You know, some repairs, some stuff done to it. I was just done that well a few months ago um, to watch the Birmingham Legion game with my kids mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. But like. And, and you know it's still the, what they call the old gray lady or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So you know like, like it's 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 good, but they like I said it still needs some work done. But yeah, I just wanted to get that last question out before um, before we end it. No, you 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 made a good point. Um, there are uh, shoot tens of thousands of people that come to just tailgate. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the organizers of the classic, those people don't show up on the on the stat sheet you know or on the performer like only the people that buy tickets those are the ones that are going to get catered to so again to me there's only one way out um buy tickets man sell the sell the classic out (laughs) i'm with it it. we 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 used to have we used to have it it was one time we were the biggest uh classic uh amongst uh, a lot of hbcus i think So we can we can do well. No, it's 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 still the biggest oh, classic. It it's okay. still uh it's still the the biggest classic as far as like um getting uh bodies to one city. Yeah. Uh, it's still now ticket wise the Bayou may be a little may be above okay. uh, the classic and then you know the TV rights that the Bayou has had with NBC. Uh, but by and large, as far as just getting people to one city, and the Magic City Classic still the largest. I think that's what makes it unique too. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. A away game for both teams. You bring the best mm-hmm. of it to what it, I think is the best city in the state, <clears throat> and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's like a culture around it, man. It's not just it going to the game. It's going to the game. It's going. It's going to, to, to tailgate to walk around, man. You know, what we used mm-hmm. to do. We used to yeah. go in there and walk around. We ain't even watching the game. We just walk yeah. around kicking it. Well. Two things that I, two big things that I think are factoring into, no, three things. I'll say three things that are factoring into um, where the the fate of the classic right now. Number one, the new stadium is called Progressive Life Stadium. That's the title sponsor on it. Well, Progressive Life Insurance, they just signed a contract with Alabama A&M University. So they're sponsoring a lot of their athletic. That's Mm -hmm. one big thing. Uh, The second thing would be uh, Alabama State's new stadium, which is is beautiful. I've been in there. It's beautiful. Um, It's tight, but it's beautiful. uh, 
Yeah, but but you know it gets the job done, and they got plenty of tailgating space. All right, let me add one more thing. I said three, I'm making four. <laughs> number three, <laughs> number three would be the Iron Bowl. Uh, the Iron Bowl. They said it never moved from Birmingham, but they moved it to uh, two of the smaller cities in the state on campus, which would yep. be Tuscaloosa and Auburn, and it's doing quite well. So yeah. I think they will follow the lead of that. And the last thing would be the newest news that just dropped uh, early this week. Huntsville is now on paper the largest city in Alabama. I think that means they're about to get, they're about to try to get everything they could get. What I'm saying. So, and, and to your point, I have been, I've been preaching this for the past like year and a half about what happens when, because like I said, they, when, they, when I heard about them building a new stadium and then they weren't doing anything with Legion Field, and then you find out like the new stadium doesn't have all that tailgate and all that stuff. What happens when the Magic City or when this like the city loses the classic? Like it's a possibility mm-hmm. now with everything they like everything you just mentioned. I've been been saying mm-hmm. it for the past year and a half about yeah. the like <clears throat> they gonna want this classic because like I said with like I said and then like I said new them Huntsville being the larger city. Suppose they're they doing their stadium. Yes. They building. They gonna have plenty of tailgates. Yes. They finna put a, yeah. a, a they put a building, no, the building like, to get their stadium. No, they got a hotel <laughs> thing going on. They finna build up there. Well, because of uh, proximity and just the nature of existence between Nashville and Huntsville, I think they're gonna follow the lead of Nashville. And mm-hmm. people always wonder, man, how did Nashville blow up? And how did, how did it? Nashville consolidated? Mm-hmm. They consolidated every city municipality was around them and i think they had over 50 kind of like you know their mountain brooks vestavias all yeah. that they consolidated mm-hmm. consolidated it into one city now it's just nashville and their county they have one mayor over the entire county oh, wow. yeah <laughs> that's it so that changed their school system that changed their business model everything and there have been other cities uh, that it did that most recently that i know of was louisville mm-hmm. louisville kentucky in 2000 the census came out and said louisville you're not the biggest city in kentucky anymore it's uh lexington right <laughs> that happened in 2000 so by 2003 they had debated it for three years and in 2003 they consolidated their county which is also jefferson county Mm -hmm. so they went from like the 84th largest city to the 24th largest city in the country so i think huntsville may jump the gun on uh birmingham and other ones and say look we know what y'all think about doing we're a growing city y'all don't want all these pockets nope we're going to consolidate the whole county right now mm. so everything in madison is about Ooh. to be huntsville yeah. and that will Ooh. move them oh. way up the lap Ooh. so and madison like we, i was just up madison there growing too uh, like yeah madison is growing. i was just up there a few months ago because we all of us went to a and yeah. we you know we were kind of know the area and everything i still go there from right. time to time because it's you know it's a good city and good place yeah, my family's still up there my, yeah. nieces, uh, my, my girl's nieces just graduated as a matter of fact and see we go up there all the time and they have like a lot of stuff to go you know they got the you know they, i know they just put the um they got a minor league baseball team the trash panels you know just like birmingham got the um barons you know but they got different stuff and the, they're growing a lot but just seeing how just riding through madison I was just riding through Madison, just looking like this wasn't here before. Like all this new stuff that's there, right? Like they're they're doing so much, and with all the tech companies that's in 
in and around that area. Like Birmingham is getting some, but Huntsville has had some for some years, and they're just they're booming. So they can either Huntsville can start competing with Madison, or they could just go ahead and consolidate right now yeah. during the boom, and they can all share the wealth. Here's the last thing that I'll make about that, which a lot of people are not paying attention to. Uh, there's a Republican conservative movement. They want to build uh, metropolises that they can manipulate. Yeah. Um, all the major cities, by and large, in the country, they vote blue. Right. Yeah. Republicans don't have a stronghold over any metropolis. That's true. So I think they're trying to build their own metropolises. And I think there's a push uh, for Huntsville to be the main one. Keep in mind, when Donald Trump made that get them yeah. SOBs off the field, he was in Huntsville. Yeah, he was. So they're trying to, from what I see, because when you go up there and I perform up there a lot, it's crazy that it's a progressive city, but it's yeah. progressively conservative. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's real progressively Republican. Yeah. So uh, I think they're trying to make that maybe a hub for uh, Republicans and trying to maybe recreate that in some other cities. But I think as cities grow, yeah. they just naturally go toward Being blue. Uh, liberal ideas because you have so many different personalities. Right. But True. I think they're going to try to push for Huntsville to be a uh, Republican metropolis. I can see that. So, uh, just off that, should Birmingham, should Birmingham try to consolidate some with some of these? That's the question. I mean, from, I mean, like, cause you know, you got the the, the stuff around Birmingham. Like, I, I personally right now from Belson, but I stay in Gardendale. I moved around. That's why. Like, you get, you know, you got places like Fultondale, Gardendale, uh, right. you know, those other cities around, like Tarrant. Stuff like that, like is that gonna like, be enough? To I mean, you, you gotta think about don't it. Don't you need to pull in the Mountain Brooks and the Hoovers? The, the Mountain mountain? Brooks and the Hoovers, oh, that's that's, that's gonna be the hardest ones. But that's what I'm saying. Here, here's here's what I see can happen. Keep in mind, we're probably like the four. I think we're the the fortieth largest market. I, I can go by media because I was in radio, so yeah. we're like the fortieth largest market. We're actually a larger market than Memphis and New Orleans right now. Okay, uh, with the metro. Yeah. But keep in mind on um, on paper, if we consolidated, we'd automatically be one of the top twenty largest cities. Wow. Yes, automatically. But here's the deal: I think the Mountain Brooks and the the cities that bring in the most financial worthiness to the area, I think if they could still have control over the consolidation, they probably go for it. I got you. Okay. Okay, that's it. Cause, um, but yeah, um, I, I guess anybody else have a question? Real quick? Nah, man, we don't want to hold you yeah. all day. Unless I, you I'm an open book, man. man. I'm, I'm free. It's I, Sunday. I, I'm I, open book. And we thank you. We really do, man. I, I we, I, we, I, <laughs> I was gonna say we, when we, uh, we, I retweeted something on from our uh, podcast page, and it was like. I, mean, I would love to get funny, and I think you responded to it or something. Somebody was like, and I was like, you know what? Let's go. Let's shoot the shot. Let's let's see if we can get them on, man. Um, and we we, we, we appreciate. That's it. how it works in twenty twenty one. Hey, and we, we appreciate. And when you when you get a chance, I know it's it's a big. I ain't say it's a big favor, but can can you follow us back on Twitter? I'm gonna go ahead and ask. I'm gonna yeah, be the one. Of course, I should I should have did it. Uh, <laughs> hey, after that hey. time, hold on. See, see, hey, you don't act, you don't, you like to close mouth, don't get fed. Let me ask, let me, let me go ahead and do that. And speaking of that, I yeah, appreciate so, you. Just, like, just so y'all can see, my, uh, my, 
Ethernet and internet it just went down completely. So I can't oh, do nothing right now. Okay. Um, That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But when it when it comes back up, uh shoot me a message because I know that went down the what you call and then I got you. I, I try to do it from my phone. Do I uh, ask a question? Do you normally uh, mm-hmm. like take up opportunities like this? I know work doing yeah. podcast. Yeah, I, I, I love I love to um I love to not just talk, but I love to listen. And then the little bit that I do know, I like to try to educate people and have just conversations with it. Right. So, you know, hopefully somebody watching this will learn a little something and go research and learn a little bit more about things. But um, no, I'm all about conversation. I've been I've been on conservative radio a few okay. times and yeah. conservative podcasts. Like, you know, we, we just all about having conversations right now. So question, uh, I know you was at you was at Jams for you know for for those years. What you yeah? When you get back on, I, I know you've work, been working with ninety four point nine lately. When you, they gonna give you your own show, man? They gonna let you come in there on the on? The people need it. Yeah, yeah, we do, man. man. I, full full disclosure, I'm gonna give y'all the uh, give y'all the the breaking news. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there is no breaking news. <laughs> me and Chris, me and Chris Coleman talk about it often, man. I've had talks with uh, Courtney French, who owns the stadium, yeah. uh, homie, and everybody over there owes my people. So it, it, it's really just going to come down to what makes sense. You know, yeah. where could I fit in? How's it going to look? How would it work with my traveling schedule? All yeah. of that. So once we can. Or if we can figure all that out, I'd love to work for a black radio station, yes. like hands down. Yeah. But because it. people have seen uh, us talking and seen me filling in for Chris, you know, our old employers have been reaching out in their own uh, way. Of course. <laughs> Dude, but keep in mind, man, when I was at Jams and I got it documented, I was trying to give them some think tank type stuff back then but they just didn't want they didn't see how it would fit so they're all about the music over there so now years later they see oh oh it really works yeah yeah Yeah. like all you all they had to do was read the room like everybody is tilting toward especially black they're tilting toward a black consciousness Mm. so you can't really just be on the radio shucking and jiving all day and people are talking about you know, fighting for equal rights and women are fighting to just yeah. wear their hair and stuff that we're going through with. You got to read the room, and they, to me, they didn't do a great job of reading the room. Yeah, I, I, I and I, well, I'm not a. I used to listen to 95 religiously. Now it's more of a mm-hmm. mix. It's mostly 94 because they the music and stuff. When I do listen to the radio outside, because I mostly listen to podcasts like 94.9. You know, they play. Right. You know, you get a get a mix, and not not to discredit the jams. That you can go hear the same song. At least, at least listen. two times, two or three times. That's in an hour, and I'm like, "Come on, bro, y'all got." Really? I like that show. They did the five. The, give me five at five. I, I used to drive home at yeah, five. Yeah, it's time. yeah, that was it. Me, me we, I, I got stopped in the street a lot about it. Hey man, I'm gonna play give me five or six right now. <laughs> <laughs> Off the clock. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad everybody enjoyed you know the eight years that we gave them. Man, yes. our ratings were uh, tremendous. Um, you know, we, you know, being able to walk into those schools and mentor because they knew you from jams and yeah. um, just bringing a smile. Bro, we beat Fine Bone. We beat, oh, don't tell Kiss, but we was beating Kiss too. They got upset <laughs> we, we, me and Dwight, man, that's my guy. We still talk every week. Uh, we really, you know, left 
uh, our stamp on the city during yeah. the time that we had it. Absolutely. I think we both just got to a point where we were like, you know, let's hand it off uh, and walk away on top. And, you know, because it's not, they're not creating room for us to grow. Yeah. And yeah. of course, I wanted to talk about different stuff and Dwight did too. And he's in Atlanta doing great, winning stellar awards and stuff. Okay. So, That's you know, our, our time was our time. We held it down while we had it. It just happened one day. It was like, wait, it's, it's five o'clock. Why? Why what's the name? You don't come on that cell. It's not. It's not time for the yeah. Time we, out, not ride. That out. was by design, man. We didn't want to make a big fuss about leaving and, and freak everybody out. We literally just left in quiet. Yeah, uh, labor. It was Labor Day weekend of 2019. I remember putting in the putting in the notice. I actually gave him a two month notice. Uh, but you know, just walked away quietly. Yeah, I did. What's a what's a comedian? Uh, was it, is it Lavelle or Bruce? One on it. I think when they be like, I just, when I get through, I just walk off the stage. I don't say nothing. Just walk off the stage. Bruce, just, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Okay. Bruce, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Bruce is like, I just all right. Just say that last joke and just <laughs> walk on out. Like y'all ain't gonna you ain't yeah. go say that. <laughs> That's it, man. On to the next. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. But like the work you're doing, like I said, the work you're doing around the city and what you're doing, just trying to help change and, and you know progressive city and everything man it's right. it's great and i like i said I, thank you that's one of the reasons i wanted you on like i said just listening to because i'm usually in um when i'm listening i'm listening on live on facebook and i be in the <laughs> chat i be seeing you be in the chat too so you know i was like man i love what you and then seeing you host them that week i was like man we got to get them on like i know he talked about alabama football but he he's also more diverse than that right, he right. talked about actual you know some stuff he with um well, I called your name in a couple of debates. I use you as an example to talk to people <laughs> about like what happened during George wow. Floyd and what it was like on the ground. Because I don't think a lot of people on the outside looking in knew what it was like. They, they all saw two different sides. You know, the pro, the peaceful protest during the day and then the riots at night. And they never were able to make a connection between it, how it went so right. wrong, who was actually doing it, and what what, what it was about. And I think I think your story kind of spoke to that that there were people who uh, were trying to do the right thing, but it like I said mm -hmm. got out of hand by people who had no interest in you know moving the ball right. forward. Yeah. Right, you you hit the nail on the head, man. Yeah. Just you know, and, and even the brothers and sisters that did bust the windows and, and things, um, with everything that we've been through in this country yeah. as Black Americans, I don't get to tell people how to be frustrated you know so and that definitely I, i'm from me looking at it, it looks like it was frustration um but them brothers also need to be educated like look y'all can be frustrated all you want but these were a lot of black businesses that y'all yeah, yeah, you, you know were you. destroying and so now you just look like you know like it's wild and reckless but you know anybody that's frustrated we're always open to talk to them and show them the right way you know, to do things. And, you know, I think they see with me, like I know how to kick up dust when we need to kick up dust, but that that might not always need to be the first, first um, actions, yeah. means of transportation to our point. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Learn from the lesson. We, you got anything else for, for fun? Man, no, I, I, want, I need to let him go. I know, I, I keep yeah. asking questions. <laughs> we can't help, man. Y'all good, we, man. Y'all good. Good. We, like I said, we just ha we happy to have you. Like we we real are. Um, watch yeah, none markers ain't ain't said much, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting here listening, right? Because you was dropping some knowledge, and I was like, dang, I ain't know that. Like, let me, let me just sit back and listen. Let me absorb this. 
and, 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 and he dropped out for a second. I was like, oh man, like that was amazing. But <laughs> he did. He and this Chris is the wild card. Like Chris wild. is the wild. don't oh don't sit up here and deny it. Wait, first of all, first of all, I want to take a step back. He called me nine more. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying he he's got to be the wild card. He's sitting there. He ain't dressed like everybody. Else. He don't have the same name as everybody. Wow! I just <laughs> realized y'all got on the shirts. So wait, wait, wait. We just did a photo uh, shoot yesterday for uh, the podcast. We did, we did. Mm-hmm. And who couldn't find that gray shirt? I now they both me. got all that gray shirt. See, 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 <laughs> see. We've been, uh, we we did, but like Chris been. If you listen, like I said, if you if you get a chance, man, check out um check out some of the previous episodes. But it's. You you listen to the episode, you go he, distinctly. You go know who Chris is <laughs> from listening to those episodes because he yeah. he he's the wild card, and ain't nothing wrong with that. And we we like we all mesh so well, and it works so well with our dynamic of what we right. do and everything. But and people expect that from Chris. Chris go fly off the handle. He go say something crazy, you know. So him sitting here quiet, like I, I think yeah, I knew he was. He was just you know absorbing the information he was putting out. But like he just just sitting here because like if I if I know. I don't got all the facts. I try not to speak on things. Yeah. Bro. So yeah, I can just listen and try to absorb some knowledge. I'll do that. But I don't I don't think I'm a wild card or I'm crazy or I'm saying the crazy stuff. I just get passionate about the stuff I do know. Definitely. Or if I feel strongly oh, about it. He does. You know, I, I need to get my point across. He does. That's right. And we always no, you a lot like me, and I see you got on the Macador shirt. Shout out to Macador, hey. man. I know a lot of I know a lot of the kids that are currently over there. I've mentored them and uh, some of the coaches, and even the the principal, uh, if he's still over there, and even Macador uh, Middle. Uh, I know a lot of the teachers over there was involved with them for some time. Um, so not no, let me clear that up. Not involved with that. I was involved. Yeah, I was going up there involved with you know Program. helping them with the students. But uh, shout out to Macador man doing um, doing their thing. They got a lot of good teachers and educators over yeah, there. Yeah, that's why that's our alma mater. Me and Chris, uh, we graduated mm-hmm. from Macador. I, I moved from the city. Uh, I we used to, I went to uh, Princeton Elementary in West End, and mm. I was going to Green Acres Middle School. And my, my folks, oh, you was in the heart. I was in West End, West End. Yes, I was in the middle of it, right? And they moved us out there to Macador, and it was it was great. I, I met my my friends, got a good education. It was great teachers, great experience. It was good. Yeah, I, I like I said, Belsman Grown went to um. Well, graduated from just <coughs> when it was when it was there. You know, it's Belsman City now. Man, you you took my joke right, right, right. out. I, I already knew you was coming was with it. He was go, he was coming <laughs> with it. But but yeah, um, I, I honestly, as a right, I don't have anything else. Do you got you got some? I'm good, man. We 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 had to. We, this is not this normal hour end up runtime. We did tell him how you feel. Already. Yeah, he did. Thinking he, we was yeah. on a, a time limit. Yeah. I yeah. want to take up your time. So, I mean, that's kind of yeah. all, man. We 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 said thank you. We've appreciated you and you. You like really been great. I did not expect you to be this dope. <laughs> oh, well, man, I did. I wonder what you thought. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've enjoyed the conversation, man. I hope someone said to lift somebody in my parting words, man. Let's be the you three brothers. I think it's awesome, man. Have three. Uh, I don't know if y'all lifetime friends, but y'all clearly been in oh, yeah. sync for a long time, man. Yeah. That that's yeah. a blessing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I got two friends I can call that's going to agree <laughs> to do something, <laughs> do a project with me consistently, you yeah. know, so I think it's a blessing, man, and I think y'all, you know, y'all going to go to higher heights, keep pushing at this thing, just, you know, take it show by show, 
and good things will happen, man. I just did my videos. I was just being myself and yeah. one by one, man, and great things happen. So just keep 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 at it, seriously. Thank, thank you. Appreciate thank, it. Yes, definitely appreciate it. We that. always support you. We always be behind you, man. Yeah, go yeah. ahead, um go ahead and plug your, your social medias and everything, your your website and all that. Yeah, I got the same name on all social media at funny main, main spelled just like the state. Um, easy to find on there. Probably finna get off here and make a little TikTok video idea I just had. Okay. And uh, Chris, whenever you want to change that name, brother, get it popping. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be an easy show to sell, bro. Nah, Marcus, nah, let's nah, go. Nah. Let's go. <laughs> we can't change it now. Yeah, he got a he daughter named out there. My brother who's next in line to me, his name is Marcus. So if y'all ever want to talk to him, man. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. hey and we would know, if you ever phase me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not gonna replace you. He's just gonna add. It could be three Marcuses and a Chris. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's go. But uh, if we uh, in the future, man, we um you know, we would love to have you back on. If you ever, you know, get the time, we'll you know definitely reach out. But uh, once again, we, we thank you for just coming on uh, and just just gracing us, man. We we, we greatly yeah, appreciate man. it. No, appreciate y'all, man. Blessing to y'all moving forward. God Thank bless y'all. Yes, Thank sir. you. God, God bless you. Have a good one. All right, y'all. All right, peace. How dope was that? Nigga, we sir. still on. No, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah, we on. We I'm still, we still recording. Right we, oh, we still on? Yeah, we, yeah. we just go this. Yeah, just about just do five I'm more there. minutes real quick. But um, I might not put this part in because we. I'm finna, I'm finna lose my shit for a nigga. We, nigga, we just did a real live interview with the motherfucker. Yes, motherfucker. we did. This motherfucker said he had. Yes, we did. Seven hundred thousand people following him. Yes. Retweet it one time. Let's go. Let's go. I need one retweet. Man, one retweet. I should have said this. I asked him to follow you. Why you ain't even find me to say that? We, we got it. We got okay. it. I, I okay. faked he'll do it. I yes. Because okay. he dropped some knowledge, bro. He did. Like, he did. dead ass. I came on here playing it on acting ass. <laughs> see? And oh, see? You see what he just said, right? Now, I he, ain't acting ass. You know, no, you heard what he said. Uh-uh. You just said you. Okay. He ain't more engaging. But then he started talking to us a lot of shit that I didn't know. I know. So I was just like, damn, okay. I'm listening. I'm looking at the screen like. Oh, he shit. Me like my baby mama over here bullshitting with me and I like fuck out of that. I'm just gonna start responding. Let me pay attention to what we on. And yeah, like that shit was dope. Bruh. Especially for stuff about the city. He got a lot of inside. Yeah, now. that's why I would, that's, that's one that's one of the reasons I wanted football. to get him on, man. He, Listen, I thought we were gonna talk about football for the whole show. I, no, I, I didn't want to because I knew now, he, I, I, I knew that's what we said prior. Yeah. Like we didn't want to focus on that, but like the insight he just dropped, like just talking about everything, bro. Yeah. It was just good information, bro. It was good information. It was great information. That's why I wanted him on because I knew, like I said, I listen, I see his, see him, I see his from his tweets, from his uh, conversation and stuff he be having on Chris Coleman stuff. Like I knew he, he, you know, he had more. Yeah, yeah. he talked. You know, he was was about more than just football, and that's why I wanted to have him on. Like, and he represented the city of Birmingham so well. Well, Well, yeah, very well. Yeah, smart, articulate black man. Very, 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 very much so. Yeah. Ain't he yeah. passionate? Ain't he honest? He seemed to be honest, right? Yeah. Ain't been, yeah. ain't been bullshit. Because I thought he was going to give us a real PG answer when he asked him, was everything okay with him and Woods, man? I, 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 he was not my favorite person. Exactly. And, and, but you know, I did, that's why I asked him, you know, was he, you know, was everything, was, you know, off the table, was anything yeah. off the table before right. we get started? So long as we got free range, we can go. That's he dope. said, they said, you know, everything is on. He was honest. He kept that shit. I. My nigga, that's that's it right there. Yes, yes hey, so that's all we again, need. Once again, shout out to the man, Funny Man. If y'all not following Funny Man, go ahead, man. Go follow. He on, like I said, Funny Man on all 
his social media, man. Yeah. The man is funny. Yeah. Um, funny he's going to turn up during football season. Yes, he's going to turn up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, he, he does. He definitely does. He so. got merch out there at runtheball.com. I know I, I said that earlier. I bought one of his shirts, so. Ramble, Jammer, Yellow Hammer. Let's go. But anybody, I got my. Do y'all have a tell them how you feel before we leave? I did kind of tell them how I feel, my nigga. I graduated that shit. I did that shit. All that shit I was talking about. That yes. shit was real, it, it, my nigga. Before, yeah, before we end, let me go ahead and shout my brother out, man. Bruh. Congratulations. This man been working hard. Hard, Bruh. hard, hard. Like, this man ain't sleeping nothing. He was grinding. Grinding. Long nights, early mornings. Bruh, every time. Marsha Ambrosius type shit. Bruh, I was getting. <laughs> I didn't even get this nigga to play Warzone. You could not. He, 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 he wasn't touching the game, bruh. <laughs> you know that's, that's, how you, that's how you know he was serious. Mark, he was, I, I looked online like, damn. Lamar get on. Lamar get on. Like, what you doing? Working on this project? Oh, okay. <laughs> you gonna get on on later. I might. I might. You ain't gonna see that nigga. Nope. I was the man working. Was working. My girl thought I was in bullshit. I wasn't. My nigga was in here working. Shout out to you, bro. Yes, he yeah. done put himself in some good positions. Them job offers is coming. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like I said, I, I, I was honest about that opportunity. If if it is anybody who like who like wants that, I I posted to be Mark. I know it may not be a perfect circumstance because it does require. A 14 week sacrifice and no no pay uh, but let's say this pro it, they got plenty of programs that'll that'll help you they got housing assistance bill assistance uh, they got core referral assistance I mean, if you got some, some your baby mama trauma they'll they'll you know send you a, a caseworker to get that shit together so you can get your gas a goddamn job so hey like and it, and it's not on that's not the only program that's the beautiful thing about it like i said that one don't fit for big mark but you check out landing my dude they, that that one might work because it's paid Yes. And they promise you a job for two years afterwards. Hey, and with with like the choice, not the like the if you stay on that whole two years, you get to choose whether you want to stay or not. They'll be That's happy to up. keep you on. That's what's up. <clears throat> so for for anybody and everybody, you know, you should uh, tweet this information out from the podcast. Yeah, they just yeah. like what he was talking about. Like the inform- it's out there, but it's not. not a lot of, yeah, well, yeah, I just got the clearance to be able to do it since I graduated. They literally told us we can't, and for I think for good reason. They wanted to like anybody that's out here talking about and saying right, yeah, right. Yeah. But you as a graduate, you represent it now. So right, yeah. right, right. That's what I'm saying. So now that I've got the clearance to actually talk about it, and they're asking me to do that, then I'm, then we're gonna I'm definitely gonna put it out there. That's the big. That's what's up. Yeah. Um. I don't really got to tell them how you feel. Your boy tired, but you know I've been been up since um, about five thirty with a new baby, my boy. Um, but you know it, it's it's the life of a um, life dad. of a dad, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, been just been moving. Sleep check is. Out, check out his uh, uh, what was Instagram. What, what was that on Twitter? What you mean, my um, the video I posted? Bro, he got a, he got a baby. I have a yeah. I have a ba- it's called a baby Bjorn. The, the, the beat. <laughs> This nigga excited about it. I am. I, I'm, I am a 100% full. Like, I, dad, like I, when I tell you I was so happy to put my son in that thing yesterday, I was cooking, and I was like, let me go get him. I, he, he got a, he, he actually up to eight pounds now. I was like, okay, he can fit in this big. Let's go. Put him in that mug, walking around on my chest like a goddamn tube. Well, I was proud as a motherfucker. <laughs> you just don't understand. He did. He dad, life. dad life to the fucking fullest. Bruh. We went out last night. We was out yesterday taking pictures. We went to lunch. We looked down. This nigga got on new bathroom. Dad shoes. But first shoes. off, these one the monarchs. These, what, the, what's the what, that's, what's the ones they be wearing? The, uh, the not the not they ain't, they ain't, they, these ain't the monarch. These these are actually stylish new. But these whole comfortable. Yeah, they, as were, they were stylish, but they they were still yeah, new. They were comfortable as it. I, I I guarantee if any one of these niggas get them a pair, they gonna be they gonna be like. Oh, bro, I ain't saying they ain't comfortable. Yeah. I'm just saying now I'm waiting to see you on a zero turn mower waving at your neighbor. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a beer helmet. Yeah, yeah, with a beer helmet. Hey, hey, hey man. I mean, it is what it is. Hey, bro. no lie though. 
I'm definitely give me a zero turn. <laughs> <laughs> definitely get one. Yeah. I, that's next level dad that's shit. Next that's level. You know what? That's what's up. Turn. I need one. Need to invest in one. But but yeah, man. I, I don't really have anything else. Why you got something? Nah, man. We can wrap up. It's been a very good show. I'm satisfied. So let's go out on that high note. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, America's always been always as always. It's been real. Y'all stay up and be blessed, man. Be great. And there you have it. Another episode for the archives. Nobody asked, but I'm gonna say it. Funny Mane was probably the best guest I've seen on this show. We'd like to once again thank him for stopping by. With that being said, America, you know what time it is. Thanks for listening to us. We deeply appreciate all the love and support you've given us. And we plan to keep more content coming your way. Don't forget to follow us on all the social medias. Facebook, Twitter, IG. And especially join our Discord server to chat with the hosts. Drink Milo's and don't ever forget. Black Lives Matter. And get vaccinated so we can get back to normal life. This is your host Alfred signing off. 